The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest, Mark Chandler, Chief Market Strategist and Managing Partner at Bannockburn Global. Mark, the dollar down and yields down uh, today, that's kind of a moderating Fed story, as Doug mentioned. Uh, and we had the Bank of Canada to, to thank for a little bit of that today. And, and actually, it, it proved as a, a good offset uh, on a day when we had a lot of earnings weakness from the mega caps. But in any case, that trend, do you see that trend of, of the dollar down and yields down continuing? Well, I think that is the, the, the driver. I mean, I think that what has lifted the dollar for more than a year now has been this uh, idea that the Fed continues to ratchet up rates. And I think that we're seeing the peak of that. Uh, you know, uh, I think that's partly why the two-year is off. And so I've been looking for the dollar to turn here. And I thought that sterling's low back in late September during that turmoil at 103.50. I think that was it. And mm-hmm. uh, that's the one I felt the most confident about. And now I think the others are turning. But, you know, this move is quite deep already. You know, you think about sterling bottoming at 103.50, and today we got up to almost 116 and a half. So mm. quite a big move. And so I'm afraid that we might consolidate now. Maybe even the dollar firms up. Maybe it's uh, after tomorrow's GDP number. Maybe it's with the Fed next week. Maybe it's with the jobs data. But so I'm looking for the dollar generally to trend high, excuse me, the dollar to trend lower, but in the very short term, maybe correct a little bit. Well, some corporates certainly are going to welcome a move back to some sort of normality for the dollar, uh, given the uh, effect it's having on these uh, their bottom lines. Yeah, you know, that's what we typically have, right? When the dollar is strong, uh, corporations uh, complain about it. But, you know, when you really look at the profitability of U.S. corporates throughout this dollar rise over the past year, it's quite remarkable. It's only now that they're really beginning to, like, blame the dollar more. But remember, the U.S. economy and the global economy are slowing down, and that would be a hit on earnings or a drag on earnings in any event. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that, uh, you know, we all know you as a, as a currency guy, but, um, you know, your hat now is chief market strategist. So fair enough to talk to you a little bit more about macro. Um, love Mike Wilson at Morgan Stanley, uh, but it's, it's hard to make one market timing call, much less four. And I want to run, run by you what he's saying. He's saying that the market will rally here in the short term, then resume the bear market, then bottom in the first quarter and rally from there only to face pressure late next year. Now, I know that you have nuanced positions as well. If you look at, um, if you look at equities over the next year, what sort of ride do you see? Well, I think for me, it's really these, these patterns. And some, in some ways, these are the uh, macro guys are really like, right? We're looking for patterns. And I often see the S&P 500 having bottomed a couple of quarters before earnings bottom. Mm. And so when do we think earnings are going to bottom? Maybe middle of next year? So that makes sense to me that after, after a huge down move that we've seen this year that we begin stabilizing. And I, yeah. I like this level that we've, we broke out of on the S&P uh, earlier this week at 38, 38, 10. 
Uh, Mark, I mean, amazing moves by the dollar. We've also got uh, the ECB in uh, perspective today as well and uh, widely expected to deliver a 75 basis point hike. How much was that to do with the dollar's fall? And uh, is that largely because it's been, I thought it had already been priced in, but perhaps it hadn't? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, that the uh, why is the ECB raising interest rates when they're headed for recession? Partly because inflation is high. And what's the cause of inflation? I'd agree, of course, a little bit of it coming from the dollar. But I think that the real problem is higher energy prices, and that is more to do about what's happened with Russia and the policy response than it is about the dollar. But for sure, on the margins, the dollar dollar hasn't helped them very much. It is interesting, the point you were making before the break uh, about um, uh, stocks actually being more of a forward-looking indicator, not a not not following. So in other words, if, if we're heading into recession, it's not normally that the, the stock market then bottoms later than that, that it happens a bit earlier. So what are some of the things that you're looking at to, to bear out that argument, uh, something that you can bet on? Yeah, no, I think that's tough right now. I mean, because of, you know, this could just be another one of those uh, bear market rallies, and those bear market rallies tend to be very, uh, very dramatic and catches a lot of us, right? We, people looking for a bounce, and we get a bear market rally, and we think it's the real thing. Uh, but I, I think that what we want to, I mean, it sounds kind of uh, gruesome in a way. What we want to see is the economy weaken and for inflation to come down, and I do think inflation is going to fall. I think that's a big surprise. Here's what it looks like to me. Inflation, CPI, average, excuse me, annualized rate in Q1, 10%. Annualized rate in Q2, 10%. Annualized rate here in Q3, 2%. I think that we're going to be looking at, a, at, a, at a, say, more than a percentage point off of CPI before the end of the year. That will reinforce this theme about the Fed slowing down its hikes, uh, whether in the beginning of December or early next year. That will set up the stage for a stronger stock market recovery. So... Mark, is that largely down to base effect? So what's the deal here? Uh, well, part of it's base effect, but I, I think that we're seeing like prices are falling. I think mm-hmm. that you know, you know, see, uh, a lot of things are taking place. Right, the Fed has been raising rates for quite for six months now, and there is a lag time. And so, four to six months, not so bad for monetary policy. The dollar, as we talked about, has been strong. Demand is weakening. We see this from a lot of these corporate earnings. Right, they're saying, yeah, we raised prices to make up for lower volumes. Yeah, so so if if you're right, if the trend ultimately for the dollar uh, is down, that the dollar has peaked and that equities have have bottomed, um, what's the best way to play it? I mean, do do you do you have the safest way to play that for, uh, let's say, an audience that's listening to every word? Yeah, I think that you know, for a lot of Americans, I don't know about you know the average uh, the per capita income of your listeners, but I think for most American households, the best thing to do right now with cash is buying an I-bond. Hmm. These are bonds the U.S. government sells directly to people. Uh, I-bond.com, I think you can find it on the government website. And this is an inflation-linked bond that up until recently has been really for institutional investors. This is available to retail investors uh, with a $10,000 limit. But the amazing thing about it, it's, right now it pays over 9% hmm. risk-free from the U.S. government. The coupon, or the, so the inflation premium, gets reset next month, but with CPI over 8%, it's not going to go down that, that far. Okay, so give us a sense then, uh, overall here, of what that means for markets that are looking ahead. Yeah, so I mean, I think that you know, we've, we've been through this like horrible shocks. I mean, with COVID, the war, trying to reprice assets, 
end of 2020, there was like 17 or $18 trillion of negative yielding bonds. Today, there's hardly any. The markets had this, so we not only have these geopolitical shocks, but then the shock of having to repriced assets with a positive interest rate. The good news is that's behind us. We've, we've largely done that. If anything, maybe interest rates are closer to a peak than they are to the floor. And so I, I think that, uh, I know there's a, there's a lot of cause to be pessimistic. Mark, thank you very much indeed. Mark Chandler, their chief market strategist and managing partner at Bannockman Global. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.